welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Please, let's pray. Father, we give you praise, we give you glory. We thank you for bringing us together into your presence this evening. We ask that may the entrance of your word bring light and bring understanding into our lives tonight. May we be blessed because we came. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed with thanksgiving and you shout your loudest, Amen. Please kindly take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. On behalf of Pastor, I want to welcome all of us this evening to our milk and honey service. Amen. Our lives will never be the same again after tonight's teaching. May God use this teaching to promote our life and send us into our increase. Amen. Our theme for tonight's service or teaching is diligence. Hallelujah. Diligence. Amen. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 29. Bible says that seeth thou a man diligent in his business he shall stand before kings he shall not stand before mere men hallelujah see thou a man can you imagine a man who is diligent in his business who is diligent in his work who is diligent in everything he does Babu says that that man will be a man who will stand before kings. And that man will not stand before ordinary men. Hallelujah. A diligent man is a man who is known among kings. Hallelujah. A man who is diligent has a place in the palace. A man who is committed to the work of his hand. A man who is determined and persistent in the things that God has placed in his hand and the whole of his life, the only agenda he is pursuing is that which God has given to him is a man who will stand before royals. And Christians, wherever we find ourselves, we are challenged to be the most diligent people in that environment hallelujah god has made it such that every child of god will have the ability to be diligent amen so first of all let us find what is the meaning of diligence when we say diligence what does it mean to be diligent or diligence simply means to be careful and persistent paying attention to every tax in your life you are very careful and you are very determined you are very consistent and persistent in your pursuit of life 
that which God has given to you, whether a vision or a business or whatever God has placed in your hand. When we say a man is diligent, it means that the man is paying attention to that work. Giving the uttermost care and attention to your work. Every field that God has called a man into, before the man will become successful in that environment, or before the man can become a high flyer in that field of endeavor, that man or woman would have to build the character of being diligent. We live in a time where people want to have the success without the struggle. People want to have the victory without the pain of being diligent. People want to have the promotion without paying the price. But a man who wants to be diligent knows that before I can climb the throne, before I can become successful in life, I have to pay attention to every area of my life. And I know that tonight God will help you. Become a diligent man and a diligent woman. Say amen. There are different words that are used to describe the word diligent or diligence. Hallelujah. Let's look at a few of them. When you take the dictionary, it says that to be diligent means that you are very meticulous. Hallelujah. You are somebody who pays attention to detail. There are many of us that are inattentive to the vision that God has given to us. We are, we are not paying attention to the work we have even been handed, that has been handed over to us. We just do anything, anyhow. But tonight, may you have an eye that will pay attention to details. Because that is the place where God wants to take our life this evening. Amen. To be diligent means to be thorough. To be thorough in your work. If they give you something to do, you are thorough in the work that has been handed over to you. There are many secretaries. After typing a letter for their bosses, full of mistakes full of um, how do you call it spelling errors hallelujah because they did not pay attention to the work that they were doing they were not diligent in that which was committed into their hands another word for diligent is to be industrious to be productive that which is committed into your hands, that which you have given your life to do wholly, you have to be diligent in doing it. So if a man is not diligent, it means the man is a negligent man. It's a man who is walking in negligence. It's a man who is sloppy. It's a man who is slothful. It's a man who is very lazy in that which God has given to him. But the desire of God for every believer is that whatever you do, 
You can be a teacher. You can be a trader. You can be a businessman. You can even be a student. Whatever you are, you are called to do. Make sure you are being diligent in that work. A man who is not diligent but very careless and slacks at everything is a man who will lose many good things in life. So when you read Joshua chapter 18 verse 3, Bible says that Joshua told the children of Israel that if you are slack to possess the land which God has promised to you and your fathers, you shall lose the land. So a man who is not diligent but who is a slack, who is a careless person, who is not paying attention to that which God has given to him, that man will lose many possessions in life. Haven't you seen that that business God gave you? Because you were not paying attention to the business. After three months, it went down. Your education, because you are not giving attention. You are not giving your time. You are not being persistent. Or you are not being careful about that education. You have seen that you are struggling in that area. But tonight God will help us. A man who. Does not put in all his best. Will not have the best of life. Hallelujah. Being diligent means that whatever you are called to do. You are doing it to the best of your ability. Yeah. No compromise no mediocrity you are not trying to go below the belt but you are trying to live a life with the higher standard hallelujah that is a diligent man success is not automatic that is why we have to live our life in diligence because a man who wants to be successful is a man who is diligent in his work and you see, the blessings of God are constant. Bible says that the giftings and callings of God are without repentance. But then, if God gives you a blessing today, and you are not diligent to take hold of that blessing, it will slip through your hands. He can give you a very big business today. He can give you a huge amount of money today. But if you are lazy, sluggish, careless, um, what is it, the other word? Indecisive. Other, other forms of indiligence. If you have those attributes, very soon, you will see that that which God placed in your hand has left your life. But I pray that that will not be our story in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's read Proverbs chapter 12 verse 24. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 24. The hand, okay. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule. Wow. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule. The hand or, or your hand 
is tied to many blessings that will come to your, to your life. Whether your hand is slothful or your hand is diligent will determine your position or placement in life. It says the hand of the diligent will bear rule. The hand of the man who is diligent will be a man who is full of authority. A man who is in control of affairs. How do you want to be a voice in your field, in your industry, without being a diligent man? Yeah. Without being a man who is committed, deadly committed to the work that God has given to him. And when you read the second part of that scripture, it says that, but the slothful shall be under tribute. Ah. The lazy man the man who doesn't pay attention to his life. The man who is slothful and is not persistent in his work. The man who is not doing anything about that which God has given to him. That man will come under tribute. Other version says that that man will come under forced labor. What does it mean for a man to come under tribute? A man who is under tribute is a man under servitude. Yeah. He can be servitude to his debtors because he has not been diligent to the work that God has given to him. So there is no prosperity in his life and always have to depend on others. If you want to be independent, if you want to live a life that is above and not under duress or pressure or under servitude, then come to the place of being a man, a woman, a student, a businessman, a lecturer, a doctor, a lawyer who is diligent in his work. Yeah. So ask yourself, am I diligent in that which God has given to me? Even as a married couple, are you diligent? Are you working at your marriage? Are you working at your career? Building a career that would, that would, that would not be, how do you call it? So, there are many people, old people in offices today that are working with old qualifications. Yeah. So, their job or they have outlived their job. Yeah. Their stay is no longer relevant because they've not been diligent to upgrade themselves with time. But I pray that God will help you and I. Yeah. Help you and I. So in that passage we just read, the Hebrew word used for the hand of the diligent or the work of the diligent is the word Charut, Charut, C-H-A-R-U-T-S. Yeah. Which means that a hard-working man. <laughs> we have gotten to a generation where many of the people in the church or in the kingdom of God don't want to hear the word hard work. <laughs> Labor looks as if it's a curse. But the word says that a diligent man is a hard-working man. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
A diligent man is an industrious man. Yeah. Chariot, that is the word. A chariot man, a diligent man. The hand that is diligent is the hand that is very productive. It's the hand that is watchful. It's the hand that is persevering in, in his or her pursuit. Yeah. May God help us tonight to become diligent in everything we do. Hallelujah. You see, in that same scripture, it gives us the position of the diligent man. It means that all throughout the life of the one who is diligent, that man will rule over the slothful. That man will rule over the lazy. That man will rule over the idle person. Yeah. So the man who is diligent is the ruler over the one who is lazy. God will help us. Success is tied to diligence. If not every successful man, almost all successful people are diligent people. Yeah. Are people who are committed to their craft. Are people who are committed to the work of their hand. They are, their approach to life or they attack life with all seriousness. <laughs> I have not seen a lion coming to attack um, his meal or his lunch laughing. <laughs> with all seriousness, the tactfulness, the, the strategic diligence that the lion will apply when he sees a lunch. That is how we have to attack our businesses. That is how we have to attack our education. That is how we have to attack the life that God has given to us. Though God promises to help a man by his grace, there is still work to be done diligently. That's why you cannot open a shop and close the shop all the days of the week and expect that there will be sales made at the end of the day. No. Yeah. No. It doesn't happen like that. Somebody would have to be diligent enough to wake up, stock the shop, take an attendant, make the shop attendant sit in the shop, make sales, and then we will see that, okay, this person is paying attention to the work that God has given to him. May God help us to uh, attempt or attack life with more seriousness than we have ever used in our lives. Hallelujah. Diligence is what breaks the spirit of stagnation over the life of a man. I realized that the man who sat at the pool of Bethsaida for 38 years sat there because he was not diligent. Outside the miracle of God, outside the grace of God, or outside 
the work that God wanted to do in his life, his only excuse for not working is that I had no man. It means that this was a man who was not diligent to do anything for himself, but very dependent on other people. Yeah. He, all his life, oh, that my uncle did not come to carry me. That my friends did not come to give me money. Those people, did, every time he has somebody that he's he or she is blaming for his inadequacy, for his shortcoming, for the, for the level that his life is at the moment. He has someone that he can point to. That you are the reason why I'm where I am. You are the reason why I'm not going on in, in life. But a diligent man will rise up in life and say that though I have no helper, I know that I can do something for myself. I can do something with my hand. I can also start that business. I can also do something with my hand. Because as I labor, the Lord will add his blessing unto my labor. Hallelujah. A vision without diligence will not be fulfilled. So you can have a very wonderful vision. Maybe we are admiring some wild musician, gospel musician. You want to also rise to become a very powerful minstrel for God. You don't listen to music of anointed minstrels. That you can learn from. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't even have time to spend in prayer on, on the gifts that God has given to you. You don't have time to rehearse on your own. But if the only rehearsal you do is when church calls for a rehearsal, you are not diligent in that work. There should be a time you can, I don't know if people still go to the beach to do voice training. Yeah. There should be ways that you can even watch a YouTube video showing you that, oh, you can drink warm water. You can do some ad-libs or some things to your voice or some techniques that will enhance the quality of your voice. Yeah. But a, 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 a diligent singer will do that. But a lazy, slothful singer... <laughs> Just listen to the song when it's posted on the platform. But never has time to rehearse. I pray that may God help you and I. Being diligent cannot be replaced or downplayed in your life. Yeah. There's no way we can have a substitute for being diligent. Because hard work has its role in the life of a man. So Bible says that there is profit in every labor. Everything that a man applies his life to, there is an end result. There is a produce out of that hard work. Yeah. So you cannot, um, Bible says that it is wrong or it's an error for a man to stay up in the night and eat the bread of affliction. So it means that it's wrong that you stay up throughout the night to study. Do you understand? As a student. And still, you cannot understand the course you are reading. It means that there is something wrong. Amen. But I know that God will help the one who is diligent. When you are doing your part, then God can also add his blessing. 
I pray that may God add his blessing unto everything that you are doing. Yeah. Giving our best to every tax that is committed to our trust is what God expects from the believer. So 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 5 says that, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence for this very cause, for this very life that you are living, for this very thing you are giving your life to, give all diligence. So there is no passivity or partiality or lukewarmness when it comes to being diligent. It means that you have to go all out. Yeah. It's an all or none rule. It's either you are doing it or you are not doing it. May God help us to be committed. May God help us to give our best to our profession. To give our best to everything that we are called to do in this life. Yeah. Giving all diligence to whatever that God has called us to do. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 7 says that, But as you abound in everything, then in everything it opens it to tell us what everything means. And it says that in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all diligence, we have to abound in all these areas. When it comes to diligence, you are there. When it comes to knowledge, you are there. When it comes to love, you are there. When it comes to faith, you are, you are abounding in every good work. Every colorful destiny that God gives to you is revealed through diligence. So maybe you, you, you are like Isaac or there is a promise over your life. There is a prophecy over your life that you will become a great person. You are like Abraham. I, I, I think I've forgotten um, where the verse is. But if God, when he told Abraham that a year, Genesis chapter 18, after God came to visit Abraham on the, on, on, um, the hill, and after that season, Genesis chapter 18, Abraham never had any encounter with Sarah. There will be no Isaac. There will be no baby. Abraham would have been promised the father of many nations. But without action, without labor, without an encounter with the wife, nothing would happen. So though God can promise a man, there is still a part for man to play. And I pray that tonight you will discover that part and you will play it diligently to the best of your ability. Amen. Let's look at five areas in our life that we must apply diligence. Five areas. Yeah. There are areas in our life that we must apply diligence. Hallelujah. The standard for us as Christians is to walk in diligence. Is to be meticulous. Is to be careful. Is to be persistent. Is to be hard working. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let's open to 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 16. We read 16 and 17. Okay. But thanks be to God who puts the same 
earnest care for you into the heart of Titus. For he not accepted the exhortation. Sorry, for he not only accepted the exhortation, but being more diligent. Titus did not just accept the instruction that, oh, Titus, go to Crete and be a pastor over there. But Bible says that when Paul gave that exhortation to Titus, Titus applied all diligence to that exhortation. That instruction that Titus received, he, he, he outdid himself. Yeah. He did more than was expected of him. When your boss entrusts a work into your hands, can you go beyond and above what was required? I pray that may God help us. That we will be more, we will pay more attention to our business, to our work, to every area of our life this evening. Hallelujah. Let's continue to read. Being more diligent, he went to you of his own accord. Wow. So diligence can even mean that sometimes they've not asked you to do, but you go out of your way to do it. You see that the sin is not well. Then you have an eye to pick errors. <laughs> yeah. That is one thing I've noticed about pastor. You see, we will be in church, then we have been here for a long time. When he comes, he can pick up something that we didn't see for a long time. That is a diligent man. A man who is paying attention, who has an eye, a microscopic eye for detail. He walks to the place and he knows that mm, this thing was not supposed to be here. But we have been there for a long time and we can't see. <laughs> but I know that God will help us to grow to that level. Yeah. Even when the sound is wrong. Some of us, we are, oh, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know if this sound is good or is bad. But a man has trained himself to, to have the ability to pick out things that are not aligned and right. I pray that may God give you that eye for excellence. Amen. Okay, let's continue. But being more diligent, he went to you of his own accord. And, and we have sent with them our brother whom we have often whom we have often proved diligent in many things. But now much more diligent because of the great confidence which we have in you. So he says that Titus was diligent in many things. That's why there are many things we can be diligent in, but we are just looking at five. So that doesn't mean that we have to be diligent in just five areas. Hallelujah. There are many areas we can be diligent in. He says, Titus was a man who was proved diligent in many things. Hallelujah. So the first thing that we have to be diligent in is being diligent with the resources that God gives us. So whatever God gives you, Apply your life in a diligent way to be a good steward of that, of that blessing. So every resource given to you by God, handle it diligently. What resources are we talking about? Money, time, opportunities, 
relationships, connections that God brings your way. There are people who don't know how to deal with other people. So God brings a mentor into your life. You don't know how to diligently deal with the mentor. God opens a door of opportunity for you to be in the midst of very renowned people. You don't know how to deal in that area. Hmm. Your skills are resources that we have to learn how to use diligently. Your talent and your gifts, these are resources that God has given to us and we have to use them diligently. Whatever you are doing, do it in all diligence and with all diligence. Being diligent means that you don't waste any resource that God gives to you. Many of us waste a lot of time. Yeah. We spend the quality hours of our life doing fruitless things. We spend our money on things that will not add any benefits to our life. But tonight we pray that God will help us become diligent. Hallelujah. That if it's money that God has given you, if it's children that God has given you, if it's a skill, a talent that God has given to you, a business that God has given to you, you'll be diligent in that work. So when you read Proverbs chapter 27 verse 23, it says that be diligent to know the state of your business and attend to your flock. Hallelujah. Be diligent to know the state of your business, the state of the flock, the, the condition of your life. Take stock of your life and the place where you are, you are falling short. Say God, Help me work on this area of my life. Hallelujah. Being diligent means that we don't waste time. We don't waste money and don't destroy useful connections and opportunities in our life. Being diligent means that we embrace opportunity and are not slothful. To miss those opportunities. So when the opportunity shows up. Because you are determined. To make something out of that opportunity. You are prepared. <laughs> it will be very interesting. That you walk into an interview. And you did not bring your CV. There are people like that. They forgot it. In the house. But at least a diligent man will have it in like three places. If it's not in your bag, it's on your phone. If it's not on your phone, it's on, in your email. If it's not in your email, it's saved on a cloud, a Google Drive. Somewhere that you can get it at any time. When you know that that document is important to you. But when your friend called you that, oh, there is some opportunity at this place. I want you to go. He said, oh, I left my CV in the house. You have to go to the house. And this opportunity is in Kaswa and you are living in Sakumono. How can you go? You cannot. But I pray that God will give you the eye 
to become diligent. Shout a louder amen. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 16 says that a man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. So if the resource that God has given to you is a gift, make sure you are diligently working on that gift and that gift is bringing you before great men. Hallelujah. This year as we seek to have an increased life, we must be diligent in handling our resources because a slothful person or a very frugal, not frugal, um, prodigal person, a person who is wasteful will not add on unto his life. Rather, will waste the blessings that God gives unto him. Hallelujah. Let's look at the second area of, a, of our lives that God wants us to be diligent. The area of seeking the Lord. So number two, diligence in seeking the Lord. The Lord wants you to be diligent in seeking his face. God wants his children to seek him. But he wants us to do it diligently. So Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says that for without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hallelujah. It is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must first believe that he is the rewarder of them that diligently, that is the word, seek him. So God is a rewarder, but he rewards those who diligently seek him. There are people who are coming to church, coming to see God. They are late, but they are still walking sluggishly. They are not diligent. I pray that God will, will put a certain person of diligence into your heart. That the way you seek God, you will add a certain level of seriousness to the style of seeking God that you have known. God rewards only diligent seekers, genuine lovers. Yeah. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Pastor declares a fast for 14 days. You don't even do one. <laughs> How are you diligently seeking God? Yeah. There is prayer going on or on Friday, there is milk and honey on Tuesday. <laughs> you are not connected to any of the services. How can we seek God in this way? We are not being diligent with our attitude of seeing, seeking God. But I pray that God will help us. Commit to diligence and excellence in seeking and in serving God. Hallelujah. So David said, one thing have I desired of the Lord is that I will seek after and I will dwell in his house all the days of my life. And behold, the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Hallelujah. May God give you that attitude, that passion, that love, that earnestness to cause you to seek God with diligence. He's the rewarder. Of those who seek him diligently. 
How many of us remember how Hannah prayed in the temple? That was a diligent prayer. Even his son, her son, Samuel, when he heard the voice of the Lord, though he did not know the voice of God, he knew where to go to get the answer. He was seeking God and he was persistent in going to the, the pastor every time that Pastor Eli, I hear the voice of God, but I don't know what it means. Yeah. You come to church, maybe a sermon is preached, you didn't catch it, you didn't understand. Go to Facebook, listen to the word again, like someone going to the man of God saying, I can hear a voice, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> Go on the podcast. This is someone who is diligent. Who, that when the sermon is preached once, he wants to seek God more and more. So he doesn't just rely on the Sunday sermon where he, he, the notes cry he made, he will not seek God in the notes by going home to read like a Berea Christian who will make time that after the word is preached to see if it was so that which he was taught in the church. Right? To seek him with diligence. Hallelujah. The third area of our life that we can see God through diligence is diligence in raising your family in God's way, in God's approved way. Yeah. There is a way that God wants us to raise families or there are ways approved by God for a man to raise his family and is the way of diligence. So God instructed the Israelites in Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 6 to teach their children the commandments of God diligently. So let's read Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 6. And these words which I command you today shall be in your hearts. You shall teach them diligently to your children. Wow. It means that it, it behooves on the parents to raise up the child by teaching the child the status, the status of God. Line upon line, precept upon precept, that you were not born when God was delivering us out of Egypt, but these were the statutes that God gave unto us. These were the commands that he gave unto us. These were the things that he told us to apply our lives to. So in raising a family, God expects that the parent or the leader of the family, the guardian, who raise that family in a godly way, who raise that family in diligence and will teach them the commands of God diligently. I'm continuing to read from verse 6. It says that, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house. So when you sit in your house, you are talking to your children about the instructions of God diligently. So the writer of Proverbs says that, my son, Forget not the words of your father. Tie them around your neck like an ornament. Yeah. He doesn't want you to forget. So he, you have to take it like an ornament on your neck. Wherever you go, the chain is on your neck. And that is even what God told them to do in Israel. He said that when you walk by the way, when you lie down, 
when you sit in your house, when you rise up, let them be bound as a sign on your hand. Oh, like a bracelet on their hands and like frontlets between their eyes. Wow. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gate, raising a family intelligence. No alcohol is allowed in your house. No kind of ungodly music is allowed in your house. A certain lifestyle is out of your house because God has instituted that there is a way to raise the family intelligence. He said, teach your children intelligence. God did not only tell them what he wanted them to, to do. Sorry. God did not only tell them, I want, to, I want you to teach your children how or my ways. He told them how he wanted to be done. Yeah. He didn't only tell them, do this. He told them, I want it to be done this way, diligently. So parents can have Bible studies with their children. Quiet time, prayer time with their children. Because that is how God wants you to raise. Pay attention to the family that he has given to you. Hallelujah. God wants your family to be raised with godly virtues, but can only be achieved through diligence. So you, you set up a plan to pray on weekends as a family. You do it today, you don't do it the next week. It is not diligence because very soon the children will say, oh, my father is not serious. Today he will do it, but tomorrow he will not let us pray. So they will find another activity to replace the godly principles that you are trying to build in their lives. God wants parents to raise their family in diligence, especially in the things of God. A parent can raise their children to be diligent in their finances, in their education, in their studies. Can raise them and teach them that if you study, my son, you pass the exam. I can't buy a pot <laughs> or pay bribe for, for your education. You have to go through the process and you have to be diligent because if you are diligent, you see, when things are handed over to us as children freely, Without struggle. Sometimes you don't have the wisdom to handle them. But when we, we know the process of getting things diligently, we cherish them so much. So I pray that God will help us as parents to raise up our children in diligence. Amen and amen. So that is the, sec the third point or area. The fourth area is diligent in the work of your hand. Hallelujah. Or in the works of your hand. Maybe you are not doing one thing. You are doing a lot of things. So God wants us to be diligent in the works of our hands. Hallelujah. The scripture we read from the beginning. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 29. See thou a man diligent in his business. He shall stand before kings. Diligent people identify with the work of their hand. They identify with their business. They pay attention to the work of their hand. There are people who open shops and they never go to the shop. They have left their business for caretakers. Before they realize, 
that business has collapsed. Why? Because you did not pay attention to the work of your hand. I pray that God will help us. Like David, Daniel, and Joseph, these boys gave all diligence, or men, <laughs> gave all diligence to the work that was committed to their trust. David was diligent in delivering or in slaying the Goliaths that was in front of him. But even before that, as a shepherd boy, he was diligent. Even at the expense of um, their, their, their father sending him to give food to the brothers. Babu says that he left the sheep or the flock in the care of somebody. So when he came and the brothers asked that whom have you left the few sheep to? He knew that I did not become a careless man who left the, the work that the family business without handing it over. Yeah. You, you, you are in a department in work and they reshuffle and you have to go to another department. There is no, no handing over. <laughs> you have not done anything. You just move. Nobody, there is no continuity. Nobody can pick from where you dropped and continue because you were not diligent enough to hand over. The business that you are into, if you are signing a contract, they say what? Due diligence, paying attention to the details in the contract before someone use six to make nine in your life. <laughs> see, six and nine looks the same, depending on your viewpoint, where you are standing. Yeah. So if you don't pay attention or you are not diligent, somebody can swindle you. Somebody can take six to make nine <laughs> in your life. But I pray that God will help us. We must give ourselves to diligent work and thorough work. Thorough, 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 thorough. If it's school work, do it well to the best of your ability. If it's business, do it well to the best of your ability. Don't give a substandard service in your work. Develop diligence as a culture or as a work ethic. Yeah. You can sleep and oversleep. And sleep in your sleep. <laughs> so whilst you are sleeping, you dream that you are sleeping in the sleep. Yeah. But I pray that God will help us develop the culture of being diligent. Because through that culture, we become successful in life. To emerge in our field of endeavor and to produce value and to add quality to our life. We cannot work haphazardly. Or anyhow, we have to work with diligence, meticulous. You see, you, you can be a Christian who has a hallmark, who is known for doing things well and doing it well. Yeah. So when someone is doing business with you, they are not afraid. They know that, oh, if I'm doing business with Ben, he's going to deliver. He's a good man. He'll deliver. But if people would have to enter into business with you and have second thoughts, it means, there, uh, it means that our, our, our business or our work or our character or our diligence is questionable. But God will help us. In dressing the garden in the beginning, 
God wanted man to be a diligent worker. So he said, dress it, but don't just dress it. Keep it as well. You see, there is one thing to have a business and there is one thing to keep the business. Yeah. And it takes diligence to keep the garden, the business that God has given to you. So you can read Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 18. Because of laziness, the building decays. And through idleness, the work of your hands are in leakage. Yeah. So if you are an idle man, things slips out of your hand. Contract slips out of your hand. Business deals live your life. But I pray that God helps us tonight. Amen. Finally, the fifth point. Being diligent in what others entrust into your hands. Yeah. Wow. We are far behind time. There are three enemies of diligence and also the benefits of diligence. But because of time, let's end with this fifth area of being diligent. Yeah, the fifth area of being diligent is being diligent in what others entrust into your care. Jesus said in John chapter, four, John chapter 9, verse 4, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no man can work. So it's not Jesus' work. It's the work of the father. The father sent him, but he is not sleeping on the job. Hallelujah. Jesus did not say, I must work the works of the one who sent me whilst he's away. Hey, whilst he's present. No. Whilst the Lord, sorry, whilst the father is away, he is committed to work the works of the father. There are a lot of us without supervision. We are not diligent. So someone handles something into your hand. You spoil it. Someone gives you something. You cannot handle it. But Jesus says that in the absence of my father, I am working day and night tirelessly. I'm not giving up. Students, um, teachers before they study, we are not being diligent. Employees sees employers before they work hard. We are not being diligent. Unless there is supervision, somebody, a tax master standing on our shoulders, we want to lower the standard and do it anyhow. But I pray that we will be diligent in that which is committed into our trust. It is not yours, but you are paying attention to it. Regardless of age, of background, of the level in life that you are, you have to be diligent of whatever is entrusted into your hands. So Bible says that at the age of 12, Jesus went to the temple. And when the parents asked him that, ah, why, where did you go? Because they were looking for him everywhere. Do you know Jesus' response? Don't you know that I must be about my father's business? It's not my business. It's someone's business that he has given to me. But I am diligently chasing and making it work. Yeah. You cannot be a receptionist and, receptionist and sleep on the job. No. There are, there are things that you see. When you sow it as a seed, it will come back to you in life. Somebody would plant that seed in your life. Why then 
do we want to plant such seeds of slothfulness? You see, until bosses put CCT camera over the offices of the employees, they will not work. Yeah. And most of us, the man of God said it on Sunday. He says that the laziest man in his office when he left the bank is a Christian who speaks in tongues. Oh, very shameful. So the guy is a prayer warrior. But in, in the office, at the workplace, he's known as the most slothful, unproductive person. How can such a man stand before his boss and preach the gospel? He will not listen. Because you are not being diligent in the work that was handed over to you. A bad boss or a wicked leader should not change your life. Remain diligent in whatever is committed into your hands. So Jacob was cheated by his boss 10 times, but he was diligent, still working. You can cheat me, but I'll still deliver. Because my seeds are not being sown for you, a man. He says that whatsoever you do, do it as unto God, not unto men. If you have this mentality, everything you do, even for others, you will do it to the best of your knowledge. I pray that may God help us. Diligent people, finally, are not lazy people. They work hard and they work smart. Jesus said in John chapter 4, verse 31, they asked him, oh, why haven't you eaten? He said that I have a food that I eat which you don't know, and that is to do the work of the Lord or, or, or my master and to finish it. I pray that God will give us that zeal, that heart, that will chase after that which God has committed into our hands through other people. Maybe you are a foster parent. You are looking after the children of your sister, brother, or somebody, a stepchild. Let us be diligent and take good care of the, the blessings of others so that when we get our own, through that same diligence, we can take care of our own. Please bow down your heads and speak to God this evening. That Lord, help me be diligent. Give me a heart of diligence. Give me a heart of diligence. Give me a heart of diligence. Father, help us to be diligent in all that we do. Help us to be committed to the things that you have entrusted in our, in our life. Help us to be diligent in raising a godly family. Help us to be diligent in seeking your face. Help us to be diligent in the work of our hands. Help us to be diligent. Bible says that not slothful in business, but fervent in spirit. Father, help us to be diligent in serving you. Help us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed with thanksgiving and shout a louder amen. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.